Hey, I'm Miss Cookie. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Diecast, the podcast of the Jenkintown Art Garage, episode number 137. Where we explore the intersection of the arts and technology. And what are we talking about this week, Chrissy? We're going to talk a little bit about AI again. Again. Yes, yeah. we, we we're revisiting a topic that we uh, discussed almost a year ago now, and since then we've been using it a bit, right? And we've been exploring a little bit, and some new products have come on the market, some new scary dystopian possibilities. Uh, so I think it's a pretty good time to revisit, right? Yeah, I agree. So, uh, what initiated this whole thing? So you and I were talking the other day and we're like, oh, what are we going to talk about on the podcast this week? We could do something with just the two of us. And then we were talking about technology things. And it just so happened that I was, you know, doing some mindless Facebook scrolling and I saw this image. Yes, this image of Brooklyn Bridge in New York City. And as some of you may know, it was recently uh, Chinese New Year. And I actually am a big fan of the Chinese New Year celebrations. And I was like, oh man, that is so amazing. Look what they did in front of the Brooklyn Bridge. Next year, I'm totally going to New York City for Chinese New Year. And then I found out it was fake. <laughs> you uh, you thought that was real at first? Yes, I did. <laughs> Why? Would you automatically think it was, you know, you're like quick yeah. rolling through but and you're like, oh I, yeah, that's... How do you know this is... An, how do you know this is an AI generated image though? That's what the comment said. Okay. Well, I don't know. Could have been just regular CGI stuff. But yeah, I mean, this this is, given the um, the size of the image and the angle and everything, yeah, I guess I could see why, if you just had a glance, especially on social media, you would think this is real. Yeah, I mean, maybe not. I mean, It's not implausible that someone could put together a big, big display in front of the bridge. Yeah. I felt like that was plausible. Yeah, and that's kind I mean, of the, a little extra big. That's what made it so cool, though. You know what I mean? Or it could just be the angle you're at. Yeah, but that's kind of what makes the AI topic a perennial, perennial one because it's just it's getting better at outputting these uh, images. And now we'll, we'll talk about a little bit about the video that just uh, video uh, model that just got released by OpenAI. And if you, you, it's increasingly hard. Not that it was easy before, but it's even harder now to uh, believe what you can see with your eyes on any kind of digital media. Yeah, it's a little... Well, I was just disappointed more than anything else in this scenario. But I but I mean... You really wanted those, those to be I really real. wanted to go see that. Um, I was like, oh, that would be a fun day trip, you know? Yeah, There's some other thing in New York City that I looked up and was also fake. I can't remember what it was. It was something... Some other thing where it was like some New York City landmark with extra stuff that made it like super cool looking hmm. and it was fake as well i was also disappointed that was a few weeks ago maybe it was around the holidays or something like i don't remember but <laughs> well how do you uh you, you've been using uh some of these tools though since the last time we spoke about this yeah i use a few of them not not a lot i think i mean obviously i think you do it way more than I do, but I do use a few of them, and I, I actually find a few of them useful. Um, I use mostly the stuff that'll make, like, copy 
like text text what, what do you copy. Use? yeah like uh if i need a description for something and it just kind of helps you like put a few sentences together and then you can go back and make it better or modify it but they have it in canva like if you have a blurb of text you can um you can like highlight it and then it'll be like more whimsical more i forget what the other choices are but you know is it called like magic text or something magic, magic. text or magic write or something like that and that that one i actually like there was some blurb i had to write for something that I, did, I just didn't feel like spending a whole bunch of time writing sentences so i wrote like three <laughs> well you know what i mean like i didn't feel like i just didn't feel like doing it or, or finding clever words or whatever you know i know so i wrote like three very boring sentences and then use the magic right to do it but usually i i take it and then i'll like adapt it after it gives me the choices usually mm. there's always something weird in them you know what i mean something that makes right, no right. sense so. uh i've used in canva as well the what the text to image generation which i think uses open ai in the i have not had any success with that you have but uh, i have i mean it took some effort i've it's helped me make some thumbnails in the past where I needed some particular weird image, like the one we made uh, a little while back about that um, alien movie on Hulu. Yeah. Part of part of that image, uh, I wanted like a flying saucer over a house and an alien, and then I, I, I you know, I slapped it together. But I, it, the house with the UFO and the alien image, they're generated from that, and uh, they look fine. I mean, it's it's a, it's kind of what I was looking for. It took a bunch of tries though, and. You know, you have to keep manipulating the prompt, and you only have so many like essentially tokens to use. Um, so I've, I actually What's run out. What's the token thing? Because with the text, you don't have that. I don't think. I don't well, there, there's definitely a limit. Like, there's always a limit. So if Canva is just reselling, as it were, OpenAI, OpenAI's APIs cost money, and I, I think they do it with tokens, but they they cost money. So you have like a limited amount of tries. Like I I hit the limit, a, a daily limit that Canva apparently has for the image generation uh, when I was trying to do something else. Uh, oh. If you just do it too many times, it'll be like, oh, you hit your limit because they, if it must cost them money every time they do it. And the text huh. should be similar, but it's probably cheaper because the image generation is. And what we're going to try out, we're going to try out some of this stuff, some uh, image generation, maybe some text generation. We'll try I it out had with, uh, no luck with that. I tried that and I image? have a feeling it's just what I was telling it. Yeah. I, but well, we're gonna we're gonna try it with uh, later on in the episode with Copilot, which is Microsoft Copilot, which is used to be called Bing, <laughs> you know, whatever. Oh, I didn't know that. It's it. I mean, I've used it before, but we can try out the latest uh, iteration of it because I think it gives you access to one of the more advanced uh, OpenAI models. That's the the company that makes. Um, it's like the premier company right now. Is Bing? No, no, it's uh, OpenAI. Oh. So OpenAI makes the, like the foundational model. And then Microsoft is a big investor, and Microsoft integrates it in their like Bing search engine, and then they kind of <clears throat> extracted it into branded it as Copilot. It's a little confusing, I guess, um, because GitHub has a Copilot, which is for code generation. Microsoft also owns GitHub, so I think that's why they're just kind of making everything that's based on the open AI, open AI um, generative stuff branded as Copilot. It's a branding thing. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, so I haven't had much luck, luck with the image thing. I did go through a, I was looking for a website template, and they had an AI thing. That was actually somewhat helpful. But it, what, um, what, what had Wix. a website? Wix did? Wix had one. Okay, 
That's cool. What was that like? Um, it was like, uh, like you know, like what is your business? What does it do? What kind of services do you have? What? How would you describe? You know. Yeah, you know, what are some helpful words to describe it? And you know, well, what, and I, and that actually was, and then it gave you a template based on that. Well, what was in the template? Because I mean, we've had templates for a long time. You could say like, what was in the template? It like, wasn't like what that was... different than if you just typed in yoga template. It just, I mean, it says did it, it generate? Did it generate any kind of text or something? What, what uh, it, it did. It generated some like descript, like it would like put in a description. Okay. Or like an about us page. It filled your name into the places, like your, you know, business name into certain places. So that part, it was actually kind of helpful because then you didn't have to go through and like type everything. And so they were branding it as an AI thing? Yes. Okay. So it's probably using some LLM stuff to generate some of the copy. Yeah. And you could like, now you could swap it. Like it would give you on like this menu on the side. It'd be like, do you prefer this version or this version? You could be like, you could yeah. choose. Like it'd be like which. <laughs> so, um, Facebook has it too now, though. Facebook. What do they have? in their ads? Oh, that's neat. They have a a, a website that, that actually is neat. It's like, um, would you like to update your copy with AI? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Facebook has. They also have an, uh, their own image generation thing. We, maybe we can play with that too. I don't see. I have only really had much success with the. I, I think I have to log in though, so I'm text and copy things. But the I did find the ad one useful. I mean, it it always says something stupid, like in the mix of things. That's my the what has been my experience. Oh no! It, it's like seventy five percent good. I'm sorry. Maybe we won't be trying out the Meta one right now because it wants me to create like a Meta account, which is different than a Facebook account. Whatever. Um, it is. But I, I didn't know they had a text one too, so that's cool. Yeah, like everybody's integrating these into their products, the these tools. Even Apple is going to do it come like the summertime. Well, for for most people, it'll be probably September, October. You know when the operating systems come out. But in June, uh, the expectation is that there's going to be a whole bunch of uh, AI stuff coming to iOS, Mac OS, Vision OS, iPad OS, TV OS. Maybe who knows? All the OSs. Uh, and in the iPhone, and there's also rumor that the I, next iPhone version will have special hardware to uh, uh, facilitate doing this stuff on your device. Because most of this, the way this stuff works now, it has to go out to a big server farm, you know, like a whole bunch of computers, and they have to. Has to it's very expensive, and uh, and it's not, and it means you have to send your information, your prompt, your data, whatever you're you're, you're processing to some server somewhere. Which of course is not always something you'd want to do, and uh, Apple's very big on privacy, so uh, I think they're going to focus on trying to make as much as possible work on your phone, which would be pretty cool. What if you could do some of the stuff on your iPhone um, next year? Like you could maybe generate an image with some text. You know, you could just like I need, or take maybe you could take your logo and be like, I need my JDA logo, but I need it like, you know, formatted with a little with a theme of Valentine's Day or something. You know, maybe it could make a little card. That'd be I don't cool. know. Can you do know. that? Yeah, pull up your little thing. My little thing. What little thing? Yeah, your thing. My thing. What, what do you want me to pull the, up? The thing you that generates things. Oh, yeah. oh, you already want to try Copilot. Well, now you get. That's a good idea. Okay. I didn't okay. know you could make my logo look like things. It's probably well, gonna be really stupid. I think you actually can upload it, or you can give it a link or something. Um. So, so these have different. Oh, I'll bring this up. They have different. Wait, do you need an account to use these things? 
Um, usually to some degree. Oh. I think uh, that's why I never did it. I was like, uh, oh, that's too much work. I don't know about uploading something as well. But there are there are systems you can upload. So here's like the the main co-pilot site. It's branded your everyday AI companion. I like the little text here. It says Copilot uses AI. Check for mistakes. <laughs> but True. The, this this is the one I've had the most familiarity with because I already had a Microsoft account. So whatever. Do I have a Microsoft account? Maybe. But did you ever make one? <laughs> what did what it where would you make said account? Like on Microsoft's website or Outlook or Oh. I needed it for um I needed it for, for something a long time ago. So anyway, I have a Microsoft account. And if you log in, you can do you image generation. Outlook. Yeah. Well, you can Not make one. It's free. It's just like making a Google Gmail account, same thing. So uh, um, it has three different options here. So in order to uh, to use uh, like the Copilot one, which is using um, in in the background ChatGPT, I believe. So uh, it has uh, more creative, more balanced, and more precise. I believe if you choose a more creative, I mean this is slower, and I think this is the one that definitely uses the latest or one of the later versions of uh, OpenAI stuff. So we're going to try that one. So uh, I don't know if you can upload with this one. Uh, in the regular ChatGPT interface, I believe there is a workflow for doing that. And if you look at uh, the new model for video, Sora, uh, which is not publicly available yet from OpenAI, that one allows you to upload a video and change it. But let's see what happens here. We have a new topic. So we can ask it anything. Oh, we can add an image. If I had an image, do I have an image um, somewhere we can add? I don't know. Do you? I'm sure you know. <laughs> I would need to like download your image. Um, well, let's just start with generating something. What do, what do you want to generate? I don't. I don't know. Anything. Do just want? anything. Just give me something. Fine. Um, a black cat running through a happy field. A happy field. All right. Let's see what comes. This up. one's for Amelia. Let's see if it comes up. <clears throat> See, it takes a little while. It says, that's a, the, the co-pilot responds, that sounds like a lovely image. I'll try to create that for you in a little cat emoji. Meanwhile, and that gives you a little factoid, you might be interested to know that black cats have been associated with various superstitions and folklore throughout history. Some cultures consider them to be lucky, while others view them as unlucky or even evil. In some places, black cats are considered a symbol of Halloween and witchcraft. Blah, 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 blah. Do you like black cats? Whatever, man. Generate my image. I don't, this is, uh, I don't know what this is. What is, this is, oh, this is, it generated a movie. That's, uh, and it's actually of a black cat going across a football field. It has, like, it might even have sound. Should we see that if it That is so weird. Should we see if it has sound? Sure. Okay, let's see if this has, it says, let's see. Oh, it, it went to a YouTube? It just went, well, that's just a YouTube video. So, I don't even know if it worked right. Um, I think you you broke it already. How did you do that? I break all things. It's amazing. Well, let's try again. Sometimes these things don't quite uh, work right. This one gave me like a search result. I think sometimes. So that's weird. So usually it will try to generate an image. Let's try this again. Generate an image of a black cat running through a happy field. Let's see if it'll work this time. It's not always perfect. There we go. Now we got it. Sometimes you got to be more really specific. It got confused and gave us a YouTube video of a black cat running through a football field. <laughs> now it's generating. It has a slight cool effect. 
It's going to give you four different images. Uh, so you have like a limited number of you know, context window. Oh, here we go. So because you, it doesn't know what style, so it gave us these four different styles. So I got like this. Apparently, you could do other stuff with it when you have it. So you have this crazy style here. They added a bunch of features to this thing. I don't know what it's doing. Oh, this is using Dolly 3. This one, this one. Which one do you like? Uh, could I see bottom left? Okay, let's see bottom left. And they're, they're not huge. But here we go. Here's bottom left. It looks kind of like oh, Mace. That's weird. Oh, no. What's the next one? It does look like Mace. Um, here we go. We're just uh, looking at the pictures here on air, if you're watching. Uh I don't know. That that's like a little flower feel. That's kind of interesting. Now we can, um, you can. Uh, we'll, we'll take the mace one for the. Well, we can we can try again. We could be like, we can try to add to this. Okay, so now, all right. So more importantly, like, oh, this is fun. What do you do with this thing? Like, you know, what do people do with these funny images of black cats running through happy fields? Well, besides sending them <laughs> to their child. Uh, is this one you want? Yeah. No, the other one. Um, what do they do with them? Well, anything you need to generate images for. I mean, in this in this case, uh, we can. I don't know what it does when it's copying it, but they all have that look to them. What's that look? I don't know what that look is. That like fake look. The fake look. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? They do have a look. Uh, That's yeah. why I was confused oh, yeah. by the dragons. It didn't look quite as fake. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but you can you can change it to uh, you know, make it like hyper realistic or something. You know, uh or you can make it look like an anime or whatever. So make the cat look like an anime character. Let's see if that works. So, you're in this context window as it were. So, you can kind of have a conversation, quote unquote, go back and forth for a little while and it'll take into account what you already asked. And what was already generated, and it'll try to update everything, you know. And that's where this whole idea of prompt engineering comes in, where people try to come up with what kind of text they need to feed into the system to get kind of what they want as the output. So in this case, I'm gonna I'm asking it to make a black cat running through a happy field in an anime style. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now we have this actually. Now this it looks like Sailor Moon. Well, yeah, this is kind of my this is kind of my my thing about all this stuff is that it's it's basically copying styles and stuff that were in the source material that was used to make the model. It, it's not like a creative thing in itself; it's just an automation tool, and oh, it kind I of understand that. yeah. I, you, well, I'm just saying it for the the audience. So and uh, and so like you could sometimes you can get images that are very uncannily close to uh, you know the images that were in the source material. This is and then and it just puts something out like this is you know you know how many cats how many anime cats are probably in the database that went into this like you know a gazillion so it's pretty good at making anime looking cats uh, even made one with a little girl running in the field with the anime cat yes yeah so so that's pretty cool so you can do that kind of stuff what would you do with it well we can do a new topic uh, I wish I had your your logo readily available you want my logo. Yeah, I need maybe we can see what happens if I upload it. Hopefully, I don't. Um, hopefully, I don't hang up on you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I can try to download it. I but, can. Uh, I have. But anyway, the the point is the Copilot's a good place to go play around because you just need uh, a free Microsoft account to be able to generate the images. I think, 
and you can also ask it to generate text. Oh. You can you can tell it to uh, search for stuff. And the advantage here is that Copilot or Bing it'll give you links to sources. You can help you can help you to double check the accuracy, which is why I find it more useful than a lot of other tools. It's not so useful. I've used it a little bit for code generation too, actually, because it's convenient. But uh, it's not really easy to integrate into my oh, workflow. I know where I have it. Hold on. Okay. Well, while Chrissy's looking for that, uh, <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about this. This is Sora. This is the full logo. The full logo. I oh. texted it to you. Oh, goody. Trying to do all these things. Oh, this logo. Why, you want a different one? No, it's fine. I thought you were it doesn't right. matter for our fake example well, here. Yeah, we're going to give it a shot. We'll give it another shot here. Oh, so what can I help you with? Oh, nope. I hit the wrong button. I'm going to, I'm uploading the photo and then we're going to. So we're going to see if it does anything interesting. Because I actually have a lot of success with canva with this? messing around with my logo oh yeah what is this thing called i can't even find it my logo now that i downloaded it it's called logo like i downloaded it it's just where to put it i have that problem all the time can never find anything i don't yeah it's actually very annoying um i think it's because apple likes to put things in different locations hmm. uh okay i think i found it here we go as soon as i get back to my window so many windows it's hard to manage everything at once i need like a like someone to just come on the podcast and just do all the management okay so i'm going to upload i think you can give it a link too or something so i'm going to upload from my desktop logo Okay, so now I have it in here, and let's see what happens. So I got it uploaded here. So now, now, what do you want me to do with it? Let's see what we can do with I'm it. Make it Valentine's themed. Um, let me see. Let's see. Try make an image using this uploaded logo in a Valentine's theme, or I don't know. Um, I don't know what to say. I've never done this before. How about we try? Update this image with a Valentine's Day theme. I have no idea if that's going to work. Let's see. It says analyzing the image privacy blur hides faces from Copilot. So that's actually convenient uh, for privacy. So if you upload a picture of a person, it will blur the face. So the face doesn't become part of the data set, I guess. Oh, you know, nice. So they are. So, you know, the more responsible companies are trying to integrate these technologies in a way that is useful and not, you know, completely dystopian. Uh, it says it's it's done analyzing, but sometimes it can take a while for this. You see, it's really slow to get back. I'll try to create that. Oh, look, it also found a bunch of, of links. It found downstudiopro.com. I don't know why it found it's too, I guess it found your, um, I guess it looked up Jenkintown Dance Arts because that was in the name, text was in the logo and it found like your website and stuff. Or yeah. like Facebook, probably found you on Facebook. Oh my God! Oh wow, those are something. <sighs> wow, that did not do what we thought it was gonna do. <laughs> no. Oh God, look, Jenkins twin at the bottom there. This is my favorite one, Jenkins. So one thing oh, you'll notice wow. that a lot See? of these text, um, text doesn't work 
really well with these models often. Oh my god, Jenkin Twin. Jenkin Twin dance arts. It and actually that if you had to choose from those terrible logos, that would be the best looking one, other than yeah. the fact that it says Jenkin Twin. I mean we didn't give it much context, wait. so wait, hold on. I want to see these all very carefully. Okay. I like the oh, flying horse. Oh, the flying horse, not this one. This one oh, looks like... look, this one is Janky Tevuin. What does that say at the top? It says uh Jenkiny Jenkiny Entwin. And wait, there's two T's in arts. Uh yeah. Yeah, oh, look, again. Is this one spelled correctly? At least? Text. This is why I was oh, like Oh god, dance with two C's. This is why I thought you were going to give me the round one, like you, you the not the not any text. Text doesn't work well with these apparently. Okay, like right I now. will find you a different one. Wow, that one's special too. And then this last one oh, here. Oh god, look at why can't it read letters? Jenkins. Well, this is Dolly dance. 3. So some of these some of these models can output uh text better than Hold others, on. but in general, that text was, has been a problem. That was actually kind of fun. Yeah, so you can you can do all that kind of stuff, and uh, uh, yeah, it's fun. And now you can do that kind of stuff with video too. Do you want to try another logo? Yeah, one second. Before I we move on, to find what you just want the circle, right? Yeah, it's give me a circle one. Maybe it'll do a better job if it doesn't get distracted by text. Okay, hold on, I got it. Uh, give me a second. I'm doing this, looking up the files on yeah, my yeah. phone. Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't. <laughs> uh, you were telling me that the the school or the kids use this too to some degree. Use something. Um, pretty much just as like, almost like safari type thing. Like uh, searching for things? Yes. Uh, I forget what one of my kids the other day needed to uh, find out what some historical speech was. And I think she like put in there like... In, in what though? I dude if i knew i would tell you <laughs> because these things are not accurate you can't you can't reliably okay, use it for that. like it was like what did blah blah blah's inaugural speech say so i mean she basically used it as a google yeah but but Maybe how did it was google but i'm not okay. sure well it was google but i mean if it was a if it was one of these llms you have to verify the output because you can't you can't take any, especially something like quotes no it wasn't like seriously. she wasn't using it for research though it was to like put like like she had to make these slides and that they were like goofy cartoony slides and like the oh god i wish i could remember what you explain this really well no i'm not like there was a historical <laughs> person and they had like a text bubble and so she like put into the right what are these things called again ai ai right she put right. into the ai what did blah 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 speech say just to like but what I'm, what, what I'm saying is you can't trust the output like that. You can't just be like, what What did this person say? And then assume that what you get back is accurate. That's what well, I'm saying. How do you verify? You have to verify. I don't know. But she didn't like, she just used it as like, it was like he was pro. I can't. Well, which one of these logos did you like anyway? I just sent you a circle. No, no. Which one of these ones we already generated was your favorite? Which one of the weird logos yeah. that I that we generated? So I can put it on the so I can I can save it and we'll put it on the uh the web page so people can see it. Oh, uh, can I see the bottom right then? Oh jeez, <laughs> there you go. That one. It, it's a toss up between that one and the Jenkin twin. I, I can't go. You can't beat the Jenkin twin. Which one's Jenkin twin? Oh, the Jenkin. The heart one. one. This one. Yes. Yeah. 
That one's a gorge. Well, saving that to show notes. I okay, so you sent me an, you sent me another logo. So we're gonna try this again, everybody watching. I know you sent me a PDF. I needed an image. Oh, Nikes. I mean, you can't use that. Not without converting it. Okay. I think. I was gonna say then I have to go back and see what else I have. This is why we don't. We should really prepare more for this because we're not gonna like. Well, I, you did here. not tell me to prepare <laughs> different shapes of my logo into different. I thought formats. you just have you would just have the image. Like it's weird that you just you have a PDF anyway. I'm d I do somewhere, but I'm doing this on my phone from the phone. Oh goodness! Tab. Hold on a second. So I don't. Well, why don't you talk? Why don't you talk about anything? Any? Is there anything else that you've used this for that you can? Uh... That I use it for? I, I tried to use it, and this is these are coming out better now. Okay, no. So here's my question. Wait, go back. Well, I, I'm trying to. I was trying to. Okay. Oh, you can't go back. No, I so can, can go back. I'm trying edit? to set things up. <laughs> can you edit the thing it gives you? Um, can I edit it? You can do stuff to it, apparently, in this new... I mean, you can download and do whatever you want, but, I mean, in here, apparently, we can do stuff with it because this is a can new I, interface. Like, fix the spelling? I don't know. I have no idea. See, because it's, like, not very helpful if I can't fix Jenkin Twin. Well, I mean... I don't think we can just, like, put text in. See, this is why Canva is actually better. Well, you're using it for something with text is not the best idea. You could use it instead. You could remove the text and then type it in yourself. Well, you know, you can use pieces of this. All right. You... Well, let's see if you're correct when you get that other logo-y thing up. It still has letters in it. Okay, I have to. <laughs> I have to make it into something. I have to like export or whatever into a PNG. So give me a second. In the meantime, why don't you like do something entertaining for the people listening? <laughs> I thought this was entertaining. Maybe it is, but it's like it's hard for me to do uh two things at once. Uh okay. I think this You will can work. do it, Steve. Me, this will this will work. Let me I'm gonna give it a shot. Talk and make PNGs. Uh I can. You know, I once did <clears throat> I once did the uh a little shortcut on my phone to do that. Make PDFs in the PNGs. This is really yeah because uh, it's actually like built into your iPhone. You can do it, but it's not like accessible. No one would know that. Like, why well, doesn't Apple tell you anything? You know, I ask that all the time. They make it kind of hard to find things sometimes. Okay, so let's uh, do upload this image from this device. I'm trying this again. I got JDA Circle. Let's see if this works. Okay, here we go. Let's try this one more time. What do you want to do? What do you want me to do with this? It still has words in it, so it's probably going to screw that up, but let's see. Do the same thing and see what it does okay. now. Make this uh, logo image have a Valentine's Day theme. theme. Let's see if this works. Analyzing the image. Duh, duh, duh. So now we wait. So one of the things about this is you do got to wait. There's a lot of waiting going on unless you pay money for the more advanced access to these tools. Even then, there can be waiting. There's there's tools where you have to go into Discord. Um, which one is that one? That that stupid. Chat yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. But there's there's way and there's other interfaces to this. There's some that you can download. There's models you can download run on your Mac, and then there's like little interfaces or command lines or GUIs you can mess with to do, to just kind of iterate through these. And uh, so this is just but this is just the easiest way of doing it. So look at this. Uh, Wait, why did it put Jenkin Twin in there still? Well, let's try a. Uh, it could be because the, the context already had that in there. So let's try from scratch. I'm going to create a new topic. And then I'm going to upload this uh, image again. Ooh, let's make it black cat friendly. Okay, what something. do you want me to do? This is brand new. Brand new. 
image. Let's try this again. What do you want me to do? Um, I don't know how you say that. What black cat friendly? I mean, I don't know. Uh, um, modify this image to, to include, include black cats. To include to include <laughs> black cats. Okay. Let's see if that does anything. So now it's doing it, and uh, we'll see. I don't know what's gonna do. Hopefully, it won't just say Jenkin Twin again. It really wants to say Jenkin Twin for some reason. <laughs> You never know. You never know. Now, this, of, this is, of course, is just the easiest possible tool to use. Uh, and so it has like low friction. That's why I, I like to just start there. But it's certainly not a tool that really integrates well with your workflow. You know? Oh, look, it, it says my history now says image modification with black cats. It's trying to create it. Oh, here we go. Let's see what we got. An image similar to one described by describe image, blah, blah, blah. So like, that's, it's a little bit of leakage there of the code. What? Yeah, whoa, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that is. What is that? That's nothing at all like similar to what uh, we uploaded. <laughs> okay, that one, see? Which one of these should we save and put on the website? Top right. The black and white one? Yeah. I mean. How is that remotely related to the logo? Um, It's not, that's crazy. That is crazy. Other than it has circles in it. Is um, that how it relates? I guess. I don't know. Who has, knows? This is my point. These things, like using text to image generation is very imprecise. So it, it's I mean, often... the Jenkin twin was definitely better than that. <laughs> now, yeah. There are other tools I've used where you start with an, with a, with an image and then you ask it to do things to it and then you can do this iterative thing and it works a little better than this. But it's hard. It's not a... It's not a straightforward kind of tool because what it's doing is it's, it's, I don't know what kind of data structure it's creating when it analyzes the image, but it's got to go in and kind of, it's kind of taking your text and then exploring this, this, uh, basically a bunch of numbers that are actually encoding the data that was used to so called train it, that was used as input for it. So, like all the examples of logos and black cats and, and all this other stuff that's in there. And then it's kind of finds the things that are statistically related to each other based on the text you put in to be really, really, really hand wavy about it. And so you never know exactly what you're going to get. It's almost, it's, it's basically impossible to get the exact same thing out, you know, every time. So, so you know, my, okay. So I, I only really have one other question. If okay. you can answer it. So say you like, I almost wish there was like, a back button or something like when i was doing the thing on wix i was like oh that was cool and then i could not recreate it and i hadn't saved it and i was like <clears throat> yeah you can't recreate things that's the thing I was you, like you... this is so annoying because i swear i'm saying the same words well that's what i mean even the exact same phrase will not generate the exact same output yeah look it even gives you some suggestions though on uh copot can you add a witch to the image let's let's do it <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. It just well because we said black cat and black cat is associated with a lot of a lot of data in its in its model uh, has witches because black cats are very often written about or shown in imagery with witches. Right? It's very common with like witch uh, iconography. So therefore, the system's like, oh, maybe you want a witch. I think it's, it's not intelligent. Yeah, it's not intelligent. People, there's there seems to be a contingent of people that really want to believe that computers are somehow intelligent or can be made intelligent. And these people are wrong. And this is a really sophisticated automation tool. 
Oh, that's at least pretty. Uh, which one? Bottom right, I think. It's hard. One? You know, I'm leaning deep into the computer here, and it's still <laughs> hard for me to see. Yeah, well, they're not real big. Yeah, that that's one. nice. Yeah, if we'll you keep... wanted a Halloween image. We'll keep this one. We'll copy this one. Um, yeah, I mean, so it can it can make things that are interesting. Well, I mean, uh, what else do you? I mean, I don't. What else do you use it for, Steve? Nothing. Something. Anything. What do you do with it? Anything. Um, I have used it a little bit for source code generation. You know, a little bit. Let's see if it works. Um, <clears throat> so, like, if I want to know, let's see, something like, um, how do I, now I know how to do this, but say you wanted, say you were learning Swift and you want to do, like, how do I display an image in a Swift UI view? Let's see if this works. Um, you know, uh, show me the code. Show me the code. <clears throat> I don't know if I need to do that, but I haven't used this in a while, so... So now it's going to be this. Now it's giving me some description that says display an image in Swift UI. Need to use the image view, provide the name, the image of the string. So, and there we go. So, Swift, the actual code just says image and then the name logo in there. And then it gives you links to uh, more information. That's pretty good. Cool. That's not a very good one. How about generate, uh, generate, generate, uh, let's see if this works. Some, I don't know, if, some Swift data models for a simple to do list app. Let's see if that does it. That's like a very common tutorial, so it should have data. And it's well, it might not have Swift data models. Let's see if it knows anything about Swift data, because that's relatively new. But so let's see if the model got updated. <clears throat> so it's not right. <laughs> it's already wrong. <laughs> it's it's not using model. Um, it's not using. It's not actually marking them as models. But uh, so <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it generated code, but not very good code. Uh, so maybe it's because it doesn't anyth know anything about that. So generate, let's try one more time to generate some useful code. Generate a simple HTTP client in Swift that uses async await. Let's see if that works. <clears throat> da, da, da. One possibility. So here it goes. So now it's building some kind of boilerplate -y code that you would do. Like here's response client so i've used it for some kinds of questions like this where you're like how do you do this maybe and and it's it's kind of like using google or it's kind of like using stack overflow which is a website where you add you would ask questions and developers would give answers and you could search for them for those answers and now you can use this kind of thing which also you know so here's some source code you know this is this is technically you know something i mean it's not that much but you know you could also be like how do i use a url session how do i you know create a you know create a a custom url session let's see if you know so you can you can kind of query it for to, to help you understand how to write code but here's the thing it's like you can't trust anything it gives you you have to actually understand and check it because sometimes it'll just use api calls that don't exist these these tools <clears throat> you know in this case i think this is right at least one version of it so so this is useful and this one at least um microsoft uh integration here gives you links to documentation and stuff. So you can also use the GitHub Copilot, which um, doesn't integrate with Xcode, which is what I'm usually in uh, for Apple stuff. But if you're using uh, other kinds of development, 
like especially web development, you can have it kind of integrated into your editor. So when you're typing code, it can give you like you can talk to it, you talk to it, you can ask it questions, you can have it generate snippets of code for you, and that's uh, that can be useful. I know some people that do that. So that's the other the other thing I would use it I, I use it for a little bit of this. It's a jumping code off efficient. point. Yeah, it's it's a, it's not <clears throat> it's not going to make the whole. Th- it, how could it? How could it possibly make exactly what you're looking for? Especially something like source code, where source code is so source code has to be a hundred percent correct or it won't work like it has to be syntactically correct or it won't compile and then it has to be like more or less correct logically or it won't actually do what you want it to do uh, you know so you know you can have bugs that's where bugs come from where it's not 100 it's like syntactically correct but it's not 100 percent logically correct so sometimes it does things unexpectedly that would be like a bug so it, when when you get code from one of these things you really really have to be careful and don't just blindly copy and paste but that's the same with any any kind of code and now, though, I wanted before we before we end this, I did want to load up real quick the newest thing in town, which is this creating video from text. And this is brand new from OpenAI. It's not readily available for people, but there's been uh, they have some examples here. So here is like an example of this is it can generate one minute clips based on text. So this one. The text was put in was a stylish woman walks down a Tokyo street filled with warm, glowing neon an animated city signage. She wears a black leather jacket, a long red dress and black boots um, and carries a black purse. She wears sunglasses, and red lipstick. She walks confidently and casually. The street is damp and reflective, creating a mirror effect of the colorful lights. Many pedestrians walk about. So that's an example of a, a somewhat detailed prompt. And then this thing generated this. Now, a lot of people are losing their minds about this. I mean, I look at this, I'm like, okay, that's obviously computer generated. But uh, a lot of people, especially if you see it real small or something on your timeline, you could, you could people would think, oh, that's so photorealistic. That's so cool. And it is impressive in its, in its own way, but y- there's a lot of problems with it when you start looking at it for, for more than a second. But, you know, it is pretty cool that you can do this now. Like, it's able to um, put together video somewhat coherently i mean look at that weird guy in the back look at that <laughs> i don't even know what that is i don't everything's so everything's like weirdly off and you know this is like i don't know if any of this text is right <laughs> either but that's like one example of it um they have other ones so they have like here's a prompt of like a little little guy inside of like a snow globe or something a glass See, that's kind of interesting because it's not trying to be real yeah exactly exactly they have a whole bunch of these in here. Twenty-four-year-old woman, the brown eye. So again, you, I can tell this is CGI, but if you're looking at this real small, you might not. And uh, and that's it's good CGI, and it's generated way faster than traditional CGI would be. Uh, so oh, like elephants in like not even elephants, woolly mammoths in snow. So what is what this right now? What these tools are probably going to be most useful for is creating B-roll, because if you can just create B-roll. Uh, of uh, of the and these are all these look at this one so this one's you know meant to be a movie trailer featuring yeah. you know uh, and then this one is uh, Big Sur waves and that's pretty good looking for for CGI like especially if you're not looking at it closely and you don't know what it actually looks like in real life you don't know how, I don't know how close this is to the real Big Sur but it looks pretty realistic. And then this is like animated scene featuring close up some short fluffy monster and like a candle. Now that one's again, I think these tools work best when they're not trying to pretend 
like to create real life images because this is this is particular you know useful you know looking cgi like you know it's a cgi character but it's fine if you can generate stuff like this i mean yeah you could totally use that for animated film production or short films or commercials or whatever depends on how well you can stitch all the stuff together you know make multiple scenes and all uh, underwater stuff i mean and there's there's just so many examples in here uh here you know oh you know what you know what they're gonna happen youtube is gonna be once this thing becomes more public youtube's gonna be flooded with this this kind of random junk you know yep. there's already videos that just hold kids attention with random imagers now you just be able to generate them in mass so that's kind of the the downside look at all these like random looking things like i don't know what that is that's a petri dish a bamboo forest growing in it that's crazy and red foxes. <laughs> so here, here though is another example of there's a camera following following behind this thing, which is uh, interesting. Uh, I saw I don't know if it's on here. I saw someone who took I think an existing image. This one you could tell this is that goofy looking face. That's not a human face uh, with the cat. What's what's neat about this one is a cat does seem to touch the face, which is actually kind of hard. Um, someone took one of these. Oh look, there's your dragon again. Yes. So someone took, I think, I, see, here's a mistake. Um, I think someone did a, I, don't, I think it was really as a video of a car and um, driving and was able to modify it. So here's like a historical footage concept. Watch, watch one of these uh, horses disappear over here in the middle. Ready? I think it's going to disappear in a second. Or something. One of these is going to disappear. I don't know. But it's a uh, you can you can see like little errors in here if you look closely enough. Uh, but you can make stock footage; it'd be cool. But I saw someone who took like a car, and I think it was an actual filmed car, and then changed the environment around it, which was really cool. Uh, let me see if I can find that while you're. Ugh. So I mean, these things are kind of impressive in one sense and in another sense yeah they're just they're just really cool um you know they're just they're really cool automation tools that professionals are going to be able to use really well uh see if i can find this uh, red car thing i don't know if i can i don't know if this uh so easy to find this thing okay well maybe not that's okay I believe you, Steve. Yeah, there was something. There but was the a thing, red the, car. But I think it was a red car. And then it, it, but it, it did the, something. What was useful about it was if if you could take video you've made, okay, yourself, and then modify it with one of these tools. That's what we were trying to do with the images, and it wasn't working very well with Copilot. That doesn't mean you can't do that. I'm just we were just using the simple tool, and we weren't very sophisticated with it. But if you can take stuff that you produced you know, more traditionally and then modify it, that can save you a lot of time and money. And for someone like me, I'm interested in these tools because I don't have that artistic ability or time or, you know, to learn it all and to be able to be an expert in Photoshop and, and all these other apps and, and learn to do it. But if I can take something more rudimentary that I make and then make it like m more in line with my, my vision, then I think that could be useful. The question, of course, with all this stuff with the generation of images and text and videos. I mean, how much is this, is this like a, like a copyright problem? Is this stealing people's content? Like this is really an open debate right now. 
there are a lot of artists very upset because you can often find the source material that was used by the program, by the model. You can you can often find what looks like the source material that went into that. Like they're they're very similar. The output is very similar to the to the input. And so people have said it's it, this is constitutes um, copyright infringement. And then other people say it's not like copyright infringement. And it is being um, it's going to be adjudicated in the courts. I think yeah. I think it's going to come down on the side of it not being copyright infringement just because it's such a useful tool. Whether or not that's the right decision, I don't know. I don't really have a strong opinion on it at the moment because I haven't really thought about it too much in great detail. And I'm not a legal expert, obviously. But the the issue is though, if you're in certain fields, if you're making content, it's like, do you want your content to be used in these these tools? Because they they only work because we collectively put just petabytes and petabytes of data on the internet publicly. And then it all got swept up in the big databases and used to build these models. So all the all the text that we wrote, the images we created, movies we published on YouTube or wherever. Like this stuff got pulled and and used for um for and processed, and you know some people don't like that, uh, and totally understandable why they wouldn't like that. You put a lot of work into something, and someone can just, especially artists, because you can go into some of these, especially the one the ones that are not like don't have a lot of guardrails around them. You can say I want to make something in the style of somebody else. You can just completely copy someone's artistic style. I mean, it's not you know, and depending on what it is, it can it can be believable. Um, you know, or not. And so you can misrepresent stuff. And it all just goes back to the same original problem we started with where I think we were, we were thinking like, um, you couldn't tell that image originally was real or fake. You thought it was real at first. And now, and this is only going to get more of a problem. Now it's not just images, it's text. And it's also increasingly videos. What, what, what can we, we can't be sure of any of this stuff. If we see it on the internet, that it's real. And so it's a real, it's it's a huge problem, um, because there's also you look at, you look at the the the, um, the statistics, and people just do not believe and trust institutions anymore. And I think for good reason, but that's a whole other discussion. But but for whatever reason, people do not trust the media, um, like the big networks. They don't trust the government. You know, government spokespeople. They don't trust big companies. They don't. There's so little trust now in any kind of institution that uh, I don't know what to do about it. It's 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 that's the thing I think is really scary about all this. That this technology is very useful and it's great uh, for people that are that are you're using it appropriately. But people can use it inappropriately, and we're just going to all have to figure out how to how to be more cautious. I think it's just you know even more than we already have been. Don't trust the output. Don't trust your stuff you find on the internet without much more verification. I say that all the time. Don't trust the internet. Well, that's because we come from a time when we remember the internet being new or the web being new, and that was like very obvious that you wouldn't trust things. They were just that people just publish up there. But kids that all the time. Well, yeah, this is trust anything you hear on the internet. Well, this is why I I I fear that you know like um you know uh I, I feel like. Especially with kids, like how, how I don't know how to how are you gonna teach them to because there's not even a consistent way of doing it. At least with like Wikipedia, that was the thing when I was going into college. They were saying Wikipedia and people were trying to use that, and uh, I think people actually still you actually use that for a source now, which is terrible in my opinion because Wikipedia is not a good source of anything. It's a super biased 
Um, you know, but it's it's useful, but I wouldn't use it for like a paper. I'd find the original source that it, that they link to. Um, but I don't know. I don't know how you're supposed to teach kids to, to distinguish this stuff. Like you have to. Um, I, 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 it's just so easy to to use these tools and be lazy. It's true. Know? So I don't know. It's it's going to be a problem we're all going to be grappling with. Educators, parents, um, workplaces, everything is. Policies are being written today. You know, ju- you know, courts are adjudicating cases. It's just it's it's a transitional period. It's going to be crazy in the next few years. And now, of course, it's a presidential election year. So <laughs> great timing for with uh, all this stuff, right? <laughs> it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun year. So. Fun times. Yeah, yeah, fun times. But you know what? To leave it on a positive note, these tools are cool. Check them out. Check out like Copilot. That's my recommendation. Very easy to use Microsoft Copilot to start with. Um, and Wix has stuff built in if you use that for web. And of course, Canva. A lot of people use Canva. Canva's tools, I think, work really well uh, for for helping you make stuff. And um, yeah, I would say play around with these because they, they have utility. And then if you're more advanced, photo um, Adobe has stuff built into Photoshop, which is really cool. Uh, and there are other tools. And then there's, that doesn't even get into the fact there's like tools that can help you edit your videos for you. Uh, you know, there's just, it's, it's cool. The automation tools we're getting now and like last year and this year, and we're getting into the future, you know, really do seem somewhat game changing for workflows, especially right now. So I think that's cool. Uh, okay. So I think, I think Chrissy, what time is it? It's time to wrap it up, Steve. It is time to wrap it up. So if you liked this episode of the pod, please like it and subscribe to us on YouTube uh, at Jenkintonics Garage or Instagram at Jenkintonics Garage or the Facebook at Jenkintonics Garage. Make sure you ring that bell if you're on Face if, if you're on YouTube because uh, all these signals help the algorithm. So please share it, like it, subscribe. You can also uh, currently get our back catalog of audio podcasts at jicast.show. Our main website is jenkintonartsgarage.com where you can find the video episodes and eventually you'll find everything there at jenkintonartsgarage.com. So just go there and uh, you can start there for everything. And if you'd like to uh, donate some funds to help us keep this project going, jenkintonartsgarage.com slash coffee will take you to a uh, buy, buy me a coffee website where you can just send us a few bucks and uh we would appreciate it uh so okay i think it's been a good episode chrissy yeah anyway we uh we did good job steve talking about fake and the real together (laughs) fake and the real together i guess i guess we'll uh i guess until next time all right don't 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 believe what you see on the internet Yeah, trust nothing on the internet. Trust no one. The X-Files was right. (laughs) (laughs) We're learning to break the ice.